very first episode for Tea Over Interiors, where we're going to chat about our favorite teas we like to drink. Then I'm going to talk about a random fact. And then we're going to go into our topic. So what you sipping on over there? Well, my sister gifted me a nice tea and I had it maybe once or twice. And I wasn't too excited about it because it's really strong. But this morning, it seems to be giving me a nice little lift and it's making me uh, appreciate a wonderful spice, which is cinnamon. So I have a Harney and Sons hot cinnamon spice. Oh, that sounds good. You didn't like it at first. You, I love I'm going to give you some because, yeah, cinnamon has wonderful properties. And um, it's, just, it I mean, besides does. the fact that it's wonderfully it, aromatic, but you love it. You will love it. I'm going to give you some. I, I meant to give you some when you were here last time because it's a lot of them. And they're those lovely sachets, like those little. Oh, I like I song. know. They're so cute. You should see them. They're beautiful. She's so she she, my sister in New York. <laughs> Hey, Alicia. Hey, Dee. How you doing? I am doing so well this beautiful morning that we are recording. It is a glorious day. It's so warm and sunny outside. It just feels like a big hug. I love it. Indeed. I was already out doing my gardening this morning. Oh, nice. You know what? Speaking of gardening, I have a totally random fact that I want to tell you. (laughs) Well, go ahead, my dear. I'm looking forward to it. What's up? All right. Did you know that oranges are really green? Really? Yeah. (laughs) The reason why they're orange here in the United States is because our climate is much colder. But what they do is they actually treat our oranges if they come from another country with ethanol, ethylene gas hmm. in order to remove the chlorophyll because the chlorophyll is what actually makes it green. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That that brings me to yes. What I what think, the... what I think, I want us to talk about today. Okay, let's hear it. So, speaking of oranges that grow during this season, mm-hmm. the weather is getting warmer out, and I had a question for you. Go right ahead. How can we? bring the outdoor that outdoor feeling more so into our homes how can we integrate that seamlessly especially when you live in a place that maybe it doesn't have a outdoor screened porch or wraparound porch or even windows that go from floor to ceiling on the back of your property that faces your backyard how would you make your space feel more connected to the outdoor world? Mm, Good question, because you've presented a couple of uh, challenges. When you say you don't have um, windows, well, you have windows, but they don't go ceiling to floor. 
So that yeah. definitely that 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 yeah, that's a challenge. But listen, windows are windows, in my opinion. So if you don't have a lot of uh, window coverings or you know um, layers of of coverings on your windows, then just open those bad boys up. Like just clear them. Let the sun shine in. Let the even in the winter time, it's very. Um, very bright. You know, if it's snowing outside, it's super bright. You know, those days can be like really vibrant. So, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you open the blinds and sometimes all the way up. I know people who never open their window uh, treatments. They just like, they're closed all the time. I don't know what that's all about, but just like, let's look at the actual glass and look straight out. That's the simplest. The other one that I think would be really good is to um, have a lot of greenery or green life. I have a friend, I was at her house the other day measuring um, for window treatments on her French doors. She's done a lot of replacing of windows and doors. She does it incrementally. Um, Sometimes you might, if you can afford it, you might want to add a full panel glass door. Um, or multi-lights, you know, you have like, uh, some of the French doors have 16 panels, 16 lights or 16 glass, um, panels. Some of them have more, three, six, nine, 12. Yeah. I have 18 on one of my doors. And so, um, I have 15. you have 15. Yeah. So you want to, uh-huh. you want to open up your space to allow more light in. That's the key. And sometimes you can't do it because it's a rental. It's not your home. But if you can, just basically allow as much light to come in. And that light and the the full visibility to outside will create an entirely different atmosphere in your home. So that's one way. Yeah. And, you know, also, if you do own your home, I know a lot of people, for some reason, they don't like skylights anymore. Or, I know, you know, right. you could rename them to Moonlights. <laughs> um, what, what's the reason why, Alicia? Because of the, and you know what, listen, the it, when they're new, they're great. But as time progresses, just like anything else, they need maintenance, right? So a lot of people don't do that. That's true. When they don't do that maintenance, the seal around, it's basically a, you're cutting, <laughs> you're literally cutting a hole in your roof. So when you don't put the, you don't reinforce the sealer or get it checked out, it's almost like you have to inspect it every couple of years and maybe seal around it. The seal gets broken down and you have leaks. That's why people don't like them. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I forgot all about that because I'm just so used to when we do window treatments, like getting the blinds, you know, installing the, the shades for mm-hmm. the skylights that are remote so people could open and close them and let that light in. Yeah. But there are other ways, like you said, um, increasing the size of your windows. Like I know when I was growing up, my mom, she always wanted a picture window. So we had two windows in our porch but my mom wanted more light so she got those bad boys ripped out and she put in a huge picture window mm-hmm. and let me tell you it really changed the space mm-hmm. you know I learned so many things from my mom mm-hmm. you know and she's not a designer but she has a lot of great ideas and so you know she got her picture windows and just let all that beautiful light in and she 
She brought the special window treatments for it for when you needed privacy. But during the day, she always had it open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, our house was very much light filled because especially in the summertime, she always would change the window treatments to a lighter treatment because usually in the wintertime we had heavy drapes in order to keep out drafts and things like that because our house was older. Right. And while my parents did try to insulate the house and seal the drafts, sometimes it just you know, it just could feel cold, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she used drapery, but in the summertime, she didn't use the drapery. She switched it to like a sheer Mm -hmm. in order to allow more light in and to make the house feel brighter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, changing your windows and changing the type of doors that you have. Like, I find that Bathroom doors, while you need the privacy, they don't have to be solid. You can use a frosted glass door and still not be able to see inside what's going on, but Mm -hmm. you can still gather all that light from the window that's in the bathroom, especially because a lot of bathrooms are located at the end of the hall. So when you close that door, a lot of times you're closing off the light that can enter into that hallway because a lot of hallways are dark, especially during the day. Mm-hmm. So if you were to change that door to a frosted door, <clears throat> then you're able to allow that light from the bathroom to flood in to the hallway, saves you on electric bills, and also you have a lighter, brighter hallway. And, you know, you're helping to bring more of that light inside the home. I think that um, allowing more light in the house has an impact on the way people feel about their homes. I do. I feel like when your house is dark and dank, it could feel, it could feel heavy. Mm -hmm. And as Oh, light has a lot to do with your mood. You know, like people suffer from SAD, Mm -hmm. seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. And as you know, that has to do with being in the wintertime, Mm -hmm. not having as much light as there is in the summertime. So if you could use some of these tricks throughout the year, then, you know, seasonal affect disorder will still can still happen to some people, but there are ways that they can combat it. And by letting in more natural light, that that connection to the sun, that connection to the outside can really brighten your mood. So I feel like natural lighting has a huge effect on your mood. The first thing most people do when they wake up in the morning is they open up those blinds in their bedrooms or whatever to allow the light in. You know, it's like if you're a person that believes in, you know, doing your morning rituals like meditating and connecting with your source first thing in the morning, you know, you want to open up the window. You want to feel that glory of the day and so that you can feel like you can seize it. But if you're waking up in a dark space, Um, And then going out to the outside or if, you know, nowadays a lot of people work at home. So if you're not remembering to bring that light in, then you're just kind of working through the darkness all day. And that's kind of like a metaphor for your mood. Yeah. You know, so. As you know, I feel really, really blessed because I um, only have owned my house um, 
about a year and a half now, I guess. I don't know. Time just flies. It's probably closer to two years. But anyway, I, I just feel so very, very fortunate to have space around the house. Um, and it's a pretty neighborhood. So I'm looking out of my window um, across the street at the lady's house across the street. And her garden is just superb. Even her front lawn garden. I mean, she's got like the house is probably, I don't know, 100 years old. So it's got like very established trees. She's got huge blooming trees on the property. You know, it's just beautiful. So if you are fortunate enough to have other people around you who do a good job at gardening and you have something to look at, once again, <laughs> make create a clear path so you can see that and take time within the day, I say, if you can sit down just observe, just, you know, hey, what is it to just stare and, and look and take it all in? It makes you feel better about everything, I think. It really does. Like, even now I'm looking at the, well, where I am, I have windows surrounding me. And to my left, when I look out the window, my neighbor has a, a, a cherry blossom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Has a uh, it's not a tall cherry blossom, but it's about maybe seven or eight feet high. Mm -hmm. And when I look out the window, that's what I see because it's bloomed. And so I'm looking outside at these pink, beautiful um, cherry blossoms. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so great. And in my backyard, I have a magnolia tree. Mm -hmm. It's called, uh, I figured it out last year and now I forgot. I think it's a saucer. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the word, but it's a magnolia tree and it has beautiful pink flowers that bloom every year. And I can see that from my bedroom. Mm -hmm. So when I open up those windows in the morning and it's the summertime, all I see are these pink flowers yeah. and it's so gorgeous to look I think at. We you know, and all underestimate how valuable those little snippets of nature and, um, and beauty contribute to our well-being and our and our our awareness of not only what makes us feel good at home or in our homes but around our homes you know that environmental and um, communal feeling everyone it changes the perspective and I'll tell you this has a lot to do with you know community and how people feel about uh how where they live and 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 in mm -hmm. life in general but I think it's awesome to take notice because if you haven't then this is an opportunity to do that you know just take notice of what's going on around you in your neighborhood on your street on your block and and appreciate it you know take the time to to look look for it be mindful of it. Definitely. Definitely. Mindfulness is a practice that needs to be cultivated more so, I feel, in our society because, you know, so many people are just walking around, heads down, looking at their phones. Meanwhile, they're passing all the beauty sometimes that is planted right in front of them, especially during the season. Like so many things are blooming, yeah. you know. I don't remember seeing the cherry blossom the other day. I think it wasn't until we had those couple of days of rain. Mm -hmm. Like I noticed my grass got even greener. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it could be any greener than it already mm -hmm. was. And it's like 
vibrant green right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Mindfulness is very important. And they found there was a study done a few years ago that they found that when they added green spaces to a community that was mostly like everything was concrete, there were no green spaces, you know, those underserved neighborhoods when they that have higher crime rates, when they added green spaces, it lowered the crime rate. <laughs> so yeah, it was by a little bit, but it did make an impact. And so when people are more connected to nature, they feel more grounded and there's more of a sense of calm. And it's very important for us to think about the ways that we can bring the indoors, the outdoors inside, no matter what the season is. Like you said, with evergreen plants, I like to use snake plants inside just because they're easier to maintain. They don't need to be watered all the time. You can go on vacation and come back and they'll still be alive. So, you know, I like those. I like croton also because croton has, um, some, my leaves are kind of pink. You know, they're a little pinky green with some hints of yellow on some of the leaves. And they also don't need too much water. You can't really overwater those either. And so that's a beautiful one to have around your house. What's great about them is that they also, you know, improve the air quality. You know, we spend a lot of time indoors. So it's important to open up your windows and allow the air in and to have different purification systems around your home. And so plants are very helpful with that. But we'll talk more about that in another episode. Okay. Uh-huh. The fact that, you know, I think it's also good to bring in plant life, you know, bring stuff into the house. Your, you know, your green plants are wonderful. There are flowering plants, but, you know, for the most part, your house plants and all of their varieties help to make for a more, um, green is always it nice does. to look at too. You can find nice containers for them and you could even mm-hmm. be cohesive in your containers. I have a friend who does only white pottery and it's so, That's it beautiful. really is. It's really like, you know me, I, I have a very um, neutral palette. Like I don't do a lot of color in my house. I like it to be very, very, um, what color would you say? I mean, it's a cream color, right? Yeah, it's more, it's like a soft mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a cream. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. linen. Yeah. And I think those little, mm-hmm. con- those not stark. not stark, no, not stark bright white. But it, uh, she has these containers that she puts, big ones too. And they're like, a, you know, off white or white. And all around the house, every single plant is in one of those. And I, it's it's wonderful. It's just like, stunning you know and it's like oh boy she really took a lot of time I bet you she's always like searching for them because when you see them you better get them yeah you never know when you're going to need one so you better have a collection of them I'm going to write a blog post about it we'll write a blog post about it with more information on biophilic design and how you can make small adjustments in your own home just to feel more connected to nature. So be sure to head over to our website, www.truesdalemorrison.com. That's T-R-U-E-S-D-A-L-E, Morrison, M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N.com. 
very easy. And check out our blog. T.O. Venturius is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at www.truesdalemorrison.com. Send us an email at truesdalemorrison at gmail.com. And be sure to check us out on and, and follow us on Instagram as well as Facebook at Truesdale Morrison Design. <laughs>